listening to the Unapologetic Podcast, starring the actual and factual Kimberly Smith and Sir Goodwin Live, weekly podcast based around Black culture current events. And we are live, Unapologetic Podcast. Kim, how are you today? Bless Black and highly favored. How about yourself? I cannot complain. It is Wednesday night, and we will be doing current events and the latest in entertainment with the actual and factual. It has, every season has uh, kicked off with a bang. And, uh, <laughs> whew, a lot to, lot to dissect here today. So, if you're looking at the screen, you can see that we are live via StreamYard. Yes. Uh, in two different places, but it is Wednesday, so it's Unapologetic Podcast. Eric Seats, uh, you have seen him on the Unapologetic Podcast before. Uh, you can check him out, Unapologetic, on all podcast platforms. Eric Seats, drummer for the legendary Miss Patty LaBelle. He was in Chicago recently, and Unapologetic had the pleasure of meeting him in his downtown uh, come on with the downtown spot and and, uh he was uh he was able we were able to provide harold's chicken and uncle raymond's chicken (laughs) well tell us about the experience this was one that i hate that i had to miss i am so happy it came together uh eric seats is you know like you said we are a uh huge fan and um it just warms our hearts to know that he's a fan of us but you gotta let us know like what was the decision uh which which chicken won right so you can watch the full video on the unapologetic ig and facebook pages we had eric seats uh from he's from indianapolis living in philadelphia now but he had he had heralds before uh-huh. But he had never had Uncle Remus. He had heard about it. Oh, wow. And so I said, okay, well, we're going to bring you some chicken and we're going to do a video because he is also a chef. If you follow Eric Seats, he has a chef page as well as a personal page and music page. So make sure you follow Eric Seats and support Eric Seats music and food. So uh, the the challenge began. He bit into the Heralds. That was something that he was familiar with and he liked, but he bit into the Alpha Ramus and it was new. <laughs> oh. But he gave, he didn't want to choose. He said, I don't want to choose, but he gave Harold to 10 and he gave Uncle Remus an 11. Oh, on wow. A, on a scale of 1 to 10. So I guess. Uh, well, it seems like one. Uncle Remus sweet uh, chicken one. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't do the debate with y'all about the chicken. I eat it all from sharks to JJ's to whoever's closest is what I'm getting. That is about right. it. So yeah. uh, shout out to Eric Seats and thank you, Eric Seats, who is a Grammy Award winning artist, songwriter, producer, and drummer. Uh, I've been a big fan for many years back in his working with the Leah days, and uh, I was able to get a picture, as you see here, and a video. Check out the video uh, on Unapologetic's IG and Facebook page. And from there, uh, we went down to uh, the Paola Bell concert. Where, I uh, mean, wow. <laughs> I- yeah. 
<laughs> like Patty don't age. Patty is how old? Patty is 77 years old. I mean, my God. Patty, I mean, wow. I'm absolutely, I mean, stunning. Absolutely. So we were um, front. We were front and center. Oh, okay. Patty Labelle and Friends concert. The friends included Howard Hewitt, who opened the show. Stephanie Mills, Gladys Knight, and Patty Labelle closed the show. Mm -hmm. It was an awesome time. And uh, shout out to Eric Seats for making it all happen. Did she and, kick uh, off the shoes? She did. She did <laughs> kick off the shoes. And Jamal <laughs> went with me, and he got a big gash in his face because <laughs> she kicked him in the face. That's the story we're going to stick with. You know, All that's, right. That didn't really like, happen. That's what I like to hear. I mean, look, I will wear the hell out of them pumps, so y'all should have caught both of them and brought them <laughs> over to the house. You know what I mean? My goodness. Go ahead, Patty. Yeah, so shout out to Eric Seats, Patty LaBelle, the crew. They tore down Chicago, and uh, it was it was a fun time. It was uh, I'm grateful and privileged to uh, get a chance to meet him in Forest Time. Absolutely, yes. And while I was at the concert, I got a chance to meet uh, comedian T Dub. He's okay. a Chicago native, and uh, I was looking at him like he looked familiar. I kept saying it to myself. He looks familiar, and uh, he was gracious enough to take a picture, and he gave me some contact information. So uh, hopefully we can get T-Dub on the show real soon. Okay. Real funny guy. Oh, nice. And then was there a reason that he looked familiar, or, you know, he just... Or I, he I, just I, know, I just face. noticed him from, I noticed him from being the funny guy. You know? Oh, got it. Just okay. Being a funny guy. I recognize him. So... It was uh he was nice. I think he was there with his parents and oh, it was nice. it was it was nice. He was sitting right behind us. So it was a good time. Shout out to T Dub and Eric Seats. Okay. That was last Friday night. That's how we got to I mean, you had off. an eventful night. My I mean yeah. go ahead. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Patty, Eric, T Dub, my goodness. Okay. Yes. Yes. And uh, so as you can see, uh we are still recovering from the weekend but uh hey we got some news to report and will smith has been banned from the academy after he had quit he had quit the academy they slapped him a uh 10-year ban for slapping chris rock the actual factual kim smith what you got for him? Yeah, you know, honestly, I was very shocked by this. The Academy did come uh, after, like you said, after he stepped down himself and still gave him a 10-year ban. Um, I guess the ban is kind of confusing for certain people, but um, he can still be nominated. He just cannot physically go to the show for 10 years, um, okay. you know. But unfortunately, you know, behind this, and not unfortunately because Will Smith knew what he was doing, um, a lot of other people and projects have pulled out. So as of right now, uh, Bad Boys 4 is uh, no longer in production. He had a Netflix movie coming up called Fast and Loose, which Netflix has basically pulled. Uh, the Council and Bright 2 have also stopped uh, production with him. And, all, um, and last, they are now saying that the studio that had just uh, put out that they were going to do I Am Legend 2 with him and Michael B. Jordan are also no longer uh, interested with him. They want to do it with just Michael B. Jordan. So 
again, this whole theory and thought process that Will Smith was not going to be punished and, you know, everybody doesn't care. It was just Chris Rock or whatever. As we see, it's not true uh, because if it was true, he wouldn't have got banned. Uh, projects wouldn't be falling through left and right. And uh, yeah, we wouldn't still be talking about it almost three weeks later. So again, um, now Jada popped out this weekend. She was down there at the complex with, uh, you know, Debbie, Debbie and uh, Felicia Rashad for the Dance uh, Academy opening. I mean, okay. kicking it like her husband was just not at home band. But yeah, she was definitely out in these streets. So I guess we uh, are not done watching the Will Smith fallout, but I'm not mad at it. Where Now, where was Jada at? So uh, Debbie Allen opened the dance school this weekend. And yeah, she was in attendance. I mean, she was on the stage. Do you understand? Oh, okay. I mean, she just okay. wasn't in the audience. She was on the stage, honey. She said that she's gonna come on outside, and she don't really care what none of y'all got to say. And uh, yeah, he was not with her. He was not with her, but she was definitely um outside um kicking it this weekend with the folks. You know, she definitely was. She does not care what uh anybody else got to say. She said if she's invited, she's going. All right. All right. Well, uh, I'm not surprised about that. She has definitely shown her. She's definitely shown her true colors mm. over the past couple of uh, past couple of years, actually. Mm -hmm. So uh, shout out to Felicia Rashad and um, and uh, uh, Debbie Allen. Yes. For, uh, the open up a dance studio. You said it's where? What city is it in? Uh, that was in L.A. Oh, okay. LA. Yeah, that was LA. in LA. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know it's uh, it so ridiculous, but uh, did not know for years that they was actually real sisters. <laughs> like, had oh, no, wow. did not know. Yeah, I knew them separately, of course, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I learned forever ago. But when I found out, I thought it was a joke. I didn't realize mm -hmm. they were real sisters in real life. But yeah, they were uh, down at the you know complex together um, for the opening. Okay. okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Congratulations to them. Uh, Katanji Brown Jackson is officially a Supreme Court Justice Judge, first Black female justice ever. Congratulations to her. Yes. Um. Shout out to uh Katanji Brown Jackson. Um. I do want to clear up something. Um, when Katanji originally got nominated, um, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but they had kind of wiped the internet with uh, her family pictures. Um, and so therefore that's why originally I thought her husband was black, but he is not, he's, mm. he's a white doctor. I'm not mad at you sis or whatever, but, um, he actually, um, is uh, white, but yes, yeah, she was actually voted in and confirmed on, um, April 7th. She, uh, everybody was very shocked, but three Republicans joined in, uh, voting with the Democrats. So, um, Kamala did not have to do the, uh, tie as they thought that she was going to have to do. And yeah, she will take the bench after justice, uh, Stephen Breyer steps down this summer. So unfortunately her coming in does not change the, uh, conservative, um, uh, break or vote however you want to call it, but her being there matters and uh her being there will definitely be um her her being there will definitely make a difference okay uh yeah. definitely I'm, I'm pretty sure of that uh with her with her views and the views of the other justices even the other black justice that's on the seat 
if if he's really black. We don't yeah. claim him. I think we got yeah. rid of him years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ashanti, Ashanti. You know, when I saw this, I said, <laughs> Ashanti deserve a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Then I also said, "Am I? I'm getting old because you know." I guess I was a teenager when Ashanti was performing and when she first came out and now mm-hmm. she's getting the star on the walk of fame. It's like, okay, well, there's there's my age. Well, yeah, I mean, Ashanti's 41, uh, yeah. whatever. Uh, I mean, gorgeous. I mean, my goodness, like another one that's literally aging backwards. Like, I feel like Ashanti has always been beautiful, 100%, uh, but I definitely... Um, you know, looking at her over the past couple of years, I'm like, my goodness, she literally looks like she's 22. But yeah, um, yeah she did receive um, a star on the uh, Hollywood Walk of Fame on April 7th. Uh, Tashina Arnold and Ja Rule are the ones that presented her with her star. I was going to mm. ask if you knew anything about the Tashina Arnold uh, connection because I couldn't find one. I, I don't. No. I, oh, I don't okay. know. Okay, no. maybe, you know, maybe her and the mama friends. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> was front center. Her, now she had a momager or whatever, and her momager, yeah. uh, but she her momager did it the right way, uh, whatever. So I definitely give it out to uh, give it up to her and her mom. But yes, her, her entire family was there, and um, she says that she's still thrilled and that she is uh, still in shock that she got the start. But um, I totally think that she deserves it. I mean, Ashanti was a movement, you know what I mean. Ashanti was really the girl that kind of did the whole crossover with like hip hop and the singing or whatever. She was the first um, girl to do that. So shout out to her. I mean, her and Ja Rule definitely had a run before all the, you know, unfortunate BS happened. Yeah. And Ashanti's going to be in Chicago on um, Friday. Her and Maya. Oh, wow. I um, think I did see that at the the casino, right? Yeah. Film it forward. Okay. The, uh, casino they just uh, did out there. So, uh, shout out to Ashanti. Congratulations to her. And I guess it's well deserved. I just, yeah. you know, having a hard time accepting that it's been <laughs> that long because of my age. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, we got to give it up to the girls. And uh, shout out to giving them these these things. You know, now like. Ashanti don't want to wait till she's 60 to get no damn, uh, you know, star on the Walk of Fame. Give it to these that people. Who they roses now? 100%. I agree with that. I definitely yeah. agree with that. And uh, even though I don't like showing off my belly, uh, Rihanna <laughs> definitely <laughs> loves showing off her belly and her baby buck uh, in this very elegant and classy. It's not a trashy way. It's very classy. Oh, yeah. Very elegant how she um, shows off her baby bump. And here for Vogue magazine, there's a spread, old baby Rihanna's plus one. And who's her baby daddy again? I keep, it's all the one of ASAPs, right? ASAP Rocky, yeah. ASAP Rocky, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Rihanna looks good. She's a she billionaire, she having her baby. She is just on cloud nine. Um, I totally agree. I loved her shoe. Um, in, in the, uh, in the report, in the, um, interview, I'm sorry. She said that she knew very early on that, you know, she was not going to go to the maternity, uh, you know, clothing section. She said that was not for her. Um, (laughs) (laughs) she said she's not hating on anybody, but she said that was not her ministry, you know? 
Yeah. Um, she said that she knew very early on that um, she was going to dress how she wanted to. She was going to do what she wanted to. And uh, yeah, she said that she didn't really care, you know, how people were going to take it or, you know, how people were going to look at her. But she was going to be her right on through this pregnancy. Um, she said that her and ASAP Rocky got uh, very close during the pandemic and that he's her best friend. And she's just very excited to be going on this journey with him. You know, um, her and ASAP Rocky were like best friends, actually, in real life for years uh, before mm -hmm. they even start dating. So she said okay. it took them a little while to get over that hump because they had never experienced each other. Um, they hadn't experienced each other for years in the other capacity. So, yeah, um, you know, Rihanna don't talk a lot. She kind of tell you what she want you to know. <laughs> and right. then snap on you if you ask her anything else. Uh, but, yeah, she seems very, um, you know, open uh, about the pregnancy, that she's very happy, that um, she can't, she cannot wait to be a mom. And uh, shout out to Rihanna. They somebody had put up a post. They had caught Rihanna in Target, baby clothes shopping. And somebody said, "You bitches is out here going broke trying to get Gucci." And even Rihanna is in Target. Come on. All right, all right. You Target, Target, however you want it. That's yes. uh, uh You go ahead and get it. Stop trying to uh, fit in with the Joneses. <laughs> I found that uh, this was unbelievable. Yes. Uh, 10000 per client, professional yeah. baby namer. I, where can I apply for this job? Uh, are you hiring? Uh, 10K, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. So you could name your baby whatever you want. But, you know, hey, get your money. Hey, How look, do you want to get it? I am not mad at this young lady for uh, <laughs> basically getting over on uh, rich people. You know what I mean? Um, so definitely repeat. Oh, 100%. And then I do, I do want it to be, uh, known or whatever that she has different prices. <laughs> oh, okay. She, uh, you know, she's not just charging, uh, one price, uh, for everything. She charged by the letter. She charged by the no, letter. No, she doesn't charge by the letter. She basically, um, she, she, what she does is, is that she, from, $1,500 to $10,000, what she does is come together and she assists you in naming your baby. So she takes like your first date and how y'all met or how you got married and things like that. And she basically kind of puts those kind of things together and she gives you a baby name. And she has been so successful uh, with it that people pay her for it. Her name is Taylor Humphrey. Um, she's an NYU grad. And she said she started this business back in 2015, and she's actually been very successful. <laughs> All right, yeah, 10k. She probably she rich. I'm sure if people, I mean, you know, people, uh, people will pay for anything these days. So I'm not mad at baby girl for getting her coin. All right, all right, go ahead, uh, Megan. Good. If you see, she was here. She was dressed for Coachella. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know, I I always blame the woman for the oh. divorce. Okay. Um, but um, I guess this is probably why she got divorced because she said I can't I can't be working for the Lord, <laughs> and I'm gonna go and I and I'm wearing these. You know, I seen her. She has a swimming swimsuit. People that she wears their clothes and stuff like uh -huh. that. So she said, I'm gonna show off this body. <laughs> I have to get divorced. You know, uh, and. Mega good, wow, looking good always. 
I mean, gorgeous. Yeah, showing it off well, but in a classy way. Though. Yeah, Definitely I was going to say, I, didn't, yeah. I thought, you know, I didn't think that Megan Good really changed her, you know, appearance when she got married. I don't think Megan Good was ever, you know, out here, uh, like, trashy with anything, even before she met him or whatever. I felt like she always kind of held herself in a kind of different regard or whatever. You never really heard about her name in the streets or anything like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't know what was going on behind closed doors, but like she wasn't making headlines or whatever. She wasn't out breaking windows, cars or nothing like that. So um, I don't think that this was like a change in her um, after she got married or after she, you know, unfortunately filed for divorce. I think this has always kind of been her. She, she was kind of doing the same thing when they were married. Um, and then don't forget, like the ladies of the church is the ones that gave her a hard time. She talks about that in her book. Like that's, that's the thing about Christians sometimes, you know, everybody want to be Christian, but they don't want to be saved. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of, you know, a thing that, I mean, Lord says, come as you are. So technically if she wanted to walk on in the church house, dressed for Coachella and sit in the back, they should nod and tell her to come on through. Yeah. Did uh did Megan get a chance to see the weekend uh at Coachella this past weekend? Well, so actually, um, I think that she was um doing the polls for uh the layout because it starts, he actually goes up this weekend. So okay. he's booked for the 17th and the 24th. Um, then his camp is saying uh, you know, he's not nervous, uh, that he is very excited about it. Um, now he never confirmed this, but a story did come out saying that he was demanding that they pay him the same $8.5 million that they were going to give to Kanye. But I understand that. So if you want me to take his spot, I want the same money you were going to pay him. So, uh, clearly they got the money situation, uh, worked out because now he's booked for the 17th and 24th. Especially, um, on such short notice. Right. Uh, last week we had Jahari the hippie and block legend and muddy on the show and we were talking about how much you know it costs to uh for performers to be at Coachella and we were yeah. in the threes and fours and five hundred thousand and they were they looked at me like I was crazy when I said <laughs> that they said oh it's more than that to book to yeah. book Kanye and then bam I saw this story I was like wow they're gonna they would actually pay Kanye eight almost nine million dollars to perform that just shows you how much money they are actually making off oh yeah of the people being yeah. at coachella 100 coachella is one of the most expensive events to go to and don't forget mm -hmm. coachella is in a field okay there yeah. is no uh luxury uh you know items there is no <laughs> you know, a hotel that you can go in and out of or anything like that. Like you are in a field for uh, weekends on end. Um, some people stay out, they camp, they do all of that. But yeah, Coachella is literally one of the most expensive things to go to. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it is just one of those things that they uh, they will really pay, pay to go to. Um, we don't have the clip in, but... Uh, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian and Ray J are back in the news again. Mm -hmm. I don't know if okay. it's 2007 or 2022. Right. Right. I was like, Ray J, I mean, are you that boy? You got all this money from what the, the, the scooters or the skateboards or something. <laughs> A scooty you know, bike. Right. You know, you, you own love and hip hop. 
I mean, are you that desperate for attention that you got to go back on your on your VHS tapes? Oh to, no, uh, not to find to find uh, 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 something else of Kim Kardashian. I think we've all seen Kim Kardashian naked plenty of times. We don't need to see her anymore. We definitely don't want to see you anymore. Twenty years later, go away, Ray J. Go well, away. The word on the street is is that this is a fake story. Okay. Now, yeah, this is a fake story. Now, I, you know, nothing has come out. They, they are claiming that Kim uh, put out a story saying that, you know, she had hired all these lawyers because she was informed that he had an additional tape or something like that. But people are just not really connecting the dots because uh, weeks and months ago, you know, Kanye went on this whole Twitter rant about this uh, so-called extra laptop that Ray J was supposed to have. And then he said that he personally went and picked up the laptop from Ray J. So Ray J has nothing like this in his possession anymore. Ray J has come out multiple times and said that he didn't. Ray J's uh, Scooty Bike Company is, uh, you know, worth millions of dollars. So there's nothing for him to gain on this. So I truly believe that it's a fake story. I think that um, this story was kind of leaked to kind of scare Kim Kardashian because she refuses to do what Kanye wants her to do. Um, I thought it was very convenient that they put out the story that Kanye was, you know, on this, uh, you know, this beach or something like that at basically uh, some type of spa taking a rest. And then all of a sudden these tapes come back out, but he's the one that's supposed to have the laptop. And I personally think, unfortunately, Ray J name just got pulled into this because mm -hmm. um, of the simple fact that, of course, like he's in the video. But I personally do not think that that there is any type of video about to come out. Again, I think this was Kanye and his team trying to scare Kim Kardashian because she's talked multiple times about how she's still trying to figure out a way for her to tell her kids about the tape. So it's um, I feel like it's just one of those things that, you know, again, um, yeah, I feel like it's just one of those things that um, in a couple weeks, it'll go away. It won't even pop up or anything like that. Um, going to come right back in y'all. But like we were saying about the Kim Kardashian story, um, it's just, you know, again, it just seems really very much convenient. And it's one of those things that I personally think, like I said, in a couple weeks, it'll go right away. All right. Well, um, I hope it goes away because nobody wants to see it and we don't care. Um, so in your, I, I was looking forward for your story about this, the um, about the young man and the lady who got stabbed, and I hear she's not in jail. What actually happened here? Okay, so this story, of course, has been breaking now for uh, a couple of uh, days, and unfortunately, Christian Toby uh, Obazi. Uh, Obasi is how I think the brother pronounced it, was stabbed to death by his um, girlfriend in their uh, luxury Miami apartment. So uh, Courtney Taylor, actually real name Courtney Clinney, she's actually an uh, OnlyFans model. Uh, so she goes by Courtney Taylor on OnlyFans, um, was seen in a video, well, in a picture covered in blood, uh, sitting on the floor the night of this unfortunate event. So you are correct. Uh, Courtney has not been arrested. 
And the reason that she has not been arrested, the police claimed that they did not arrest her because they deemed that it was a, a physical altercation between the two and that it was a domestic violence incident and that she was defending herself. So her attorney is also saying that um, she is, you know, have been checked in into a mental health hospital, that she's traumatized, that, you know, all of these things um, were happening. But then let me tell you something about Black Twitter. Uh, Black Twitter then found her out at a bar with her dad on Friday having a drink. Um, but then, of course, after that video went viral, she was clear. She was quickly checked back into the mental hospital. So, oh, wow. yeah, it's, she still has not been arrested and it's been more than a week later. Um, his family has come out and said that they believe that she was the aggressor, uh, that they have been fighting, um, I guess, a lot. Um, his brother came out and said that his brother was not violent and that they uh, 100% believe that if she wasn't white, that she would be in jail by now. Well, <laughs> well, we come to learn a lot about that over the years. Oh, very much so. Um, then, you know, I don't want to say it like that because everybody is entitled to their feelings. So, of course, the brother in the family put out a public statement saying, you know, that they needed the black community to rally around them, which is a lot of the times which happens in these uh, type of unfortunate uh, events. Um, but then people start digging and found some very uh not not great tweets that he tweeted back in college and uh about black women and then after that the kind of nose dive that kind of this you know uh the black community um in this rallying kind of went the other way uh mm -hmm. he basically in one of his tweets says black girls are born knowing how to shake their ass honestly uh they're not my type then he also says, the way black girls disgrace themselves on TV, shaking my head. So I think the problem here is that, again, love who you want to love, but you don't have to put down an entire race of women just because you only date a certain type of woman. And um, I haven't really, you know, much heard much more about it on black Twitter after these um, unfortunate tweets hit. But I do hope this young man gets justice. And I do uh, think that it's wild that this woman is still not in jail. Um, at the end of the day, we all know how the justice system works. You are innocent until proven guilty 100%. But when you take someone's life, you do not get to scream mental health, go to a mental health spa for a day, and then go to the bar with your dad. What state is this in, Kim? Florida. <laughs> Florida is gonna take it away every single time. Yes, yeah. Florida. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Well, I agree with you. Hopefully this uh young man gets justice uh for you know him not being on this earth anymore. Uh nobody deserves to lose their life. Um it's unfortunate, you know, that he didn't really care for his own people. And sometimes, you know, I've always said this since we've been doing the show. It's just sometimes just be quiet. Yeah. You know, you don't like if you don't like black girls, you prefer other races. That's fine. We we could see that. You know, right. uh yeah. you don't have to uh put other people down 
and then uh because then when something does happen and they turn on you like somebody did uh-huh. um, you know you probably be looking for the blacks to be to support you and you know well, yeah, and anyway. I mean, in that situation, I feel like that's exactly what's happening. You know, the brother and them jumped out like, oh, we need we need the black community to rally around us. We need the black community. We need this. We need this. You know what I mean? And then as soon as the tweets came out, you know, they had to go back, write another statement like, please don't, you know, please don't not support us because of this. He was young, this, that, and the third. But again, you know, like you said, if if you can't, if you can't support your own community without downing a particular black women, like what are we actually supposed to think? But again, like I said, I 100% hope that this uh, family gets justice because I, I am still amazed that they haven't arrested her. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Prayers to the family. Yes. And we are in the thick of the NBA playoffs. Uh, the play in games yesterday were great. They're mm. going on right now. And yesterday, as the Brooklyn Nets took on the Cleveland Cavaliers and defeated them hours before the game, uh, a, a man decided to go into the Brooklyn subway, uh, uh, smoke it up, and start to shoot. And I think that he was <laughs> my color. Uh, yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's an unfortunate situation. Kemp, tell us what yes. actually happened here. Yes, so Frank James, uh, 62 years old, yes, he was an act, uh, a, a black man, um, yesterday went into the uh, Brooklyn subway um, on a car and um, first released two smoke bombs. And after releasing the two smoke bombs, then started to shoot. Um, they said uh, 10 people were shot, 16 people were injured. And uh, thank God nobody died. And they said that the reason that there were not more shots was because that the gun jammed. Um, it definitely kind of seems like uh, Mr. James wanted to be arrested. Um, he left behind multiple items. He left behind keys, uh, an ID, a hatchet with his um, with his DNA on it. It is crazy as we um, have the post up as Sean King is saying that the cameras or whatever not didn't work. But um, they found him very quickly. Um, it just was released on CNN that he's actually the one that called in his own tip. Um, he told the officers that he was at a McDonald's uh, and for them to come, you know, pick him up. And um, when he got when they got there, he was not there, but he was right around the corner from uh, the McDonald's that he called the tip in on. Um, it is uh, he has a YouTube channel up where he was saying that, you know, Eric Adams, which is the new um, mayor of New York, could not protect them and that people were going to be shot and that he wanted to watch people die in front of him. Um, it kind of seems like he also admitted to having mental health issues and that the uh, state should uh, do more with mental illness and things like that. This is just, unfortunately, a tragic, tragic event. Again, like I said, no, thank goodness nobody died, but, uh, you know, people will be scarred for life with this and they do have him in custody already. Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. And it's senseless. Uh, just take, just, just kill yourself, you yeah. know, or do, do something. Don't, you don't have to take everybody out with you. And, uh, Sean King is saying that, you know, the cameras didn't even work right. down there. And, uh, and he's right. We're paying all this money. You know, that, you know, subway stations are easy targets for people. Right. And uh, 
I don't out of the cameras wouldn't have prevented the situation from happening, but if it, it probably would have made it a lot easier for them to get to him. But this guy, he, he was doing it on purpose, especially if he tired himself in. Yeah. He 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 wanted the media attention. And I always said that when stuff like this happens, they need to not put it on the news. Because oh, I agree. You know, yeah. I, I you know, I, I didn't think about it like that, but I, I definitely agree. I do think sometimes people um I think people are are gaining, are gauging for the public's reaction and things like that. And it is gonna give them like their 15 minutes of fame. But yeah. uh yeah, he he will he will never see the light of day again. So um again, like I said, he's already in custody. So I'm pretty sure that uh that trial will be starting very shortly. Yeah, and we don't even and to see that's to say there's no no reason to even waste time with the trial. Just kill right. his ass and call him <laughs> a day. Well, that's and not he, how the justice system works, but okay. Well, well, it should work that way, especially when somebody admits to it, and you know why waste all these taxpayers' money on lawyers and public defenders and all that. It, it's just just go on here and get them all out of here. You know, like go on, uh, on about your business, mm-hmm. right? Uh, actor and comedian Gilbert Godfrey passed away at the age of so I actually liked him. I didn't know his yeah. name, but when I put his when I saw the picture, I'm like he was a real funny, crazy. Oh weird yeah. Guy. Gilbert yeah. Godfrey has been around for forever. Unfortunately, he um passed for um complications with a muscular disorder. Um, but uh a lot of I mean, we would know him from all type of things, but uh, a lot of people always equate him. He was the bird in Aladdin. You know, okay, that was uh, okay. one of his biggest uh, roles. But uh, work from everybody from Saturday Night Live, Eddie Murphy, everything like that. Gibber Godfrey was um, honest. <laughs> he was, uh, some people say, like ahead of his time because of the type of uh, comedy and stuff that he did. But um, yeah, 67, um, he leaves behind a wife and uh, two kids. But um and they, it's so uh, crazy because in January, he actually posted a picture of him, um, Louis Armstrong, and, um, oh, goodness, I'm blanking on his name, uh, Bob Saget. Um, okay. And that was, yeah, that was literally like the last picture of all of them. And then we hit April and all three of them are actually already passed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, prayers to the Godfrey family. And uh, prayers for Dwayne Haskins, who was a oh. young man, uh, died in a tragic accident in Florida. Uh, pretty good, pretty decent quarterback, uh, oh, backup okay. quarterback for the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. However, mm-hmm. his claim to fame was with the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes with a, a great college career. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, what happened with him and the dump truck? You know, it's it's still it's still very very like closed lip um, about what actually was going on. He was uh, on the highway, and nobody can really explain um, why he was on the highway or mm-hmm. uh, what was going on. But um, the police haven't released anything. But that he was unfortunately hit by a dump truck, so he was uh, pronounced dead on the scene. But a witness said that they seen him walking across the highway um, and putting his arms up or whatever. So they, the witness said that they swerved or whatever, but they knew that the dump truck was not going to be able to miss him. So 
It's very odd. Uh, nobody really knows why he was out on the highway at 6 a.m. in the morning. Um, I'm assuming, um, you know, more details and stuff will come out soon. So he wasn't in a car? No, he was walking on the highway, on the e-way. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's what uh, they were saying. They have no clue as to why he was actually uh, out there walking on the uh, highway. Again, like I said, they're kind of keeping it closed-lipped or whatever, which, you know, I respect for the family and things like that. But very, like you said, very tragic, only 24 years old. Um, and he had just been traded, correct? Like he had just started with another team? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, prayers to the Dwayne Haskins family. Yeah. Uh, in uh, Oklahoma, they are trying or they did make abortion a felony. Oh, my goodness. I am so tired of these white men in our ovaries. I just do not understand it. Like, please go sit down and leave us alone. But yes, uh, Governor Kevin Sitt signed a bill that makes it illegal to perform an abortion in the state, except for medical uh, emergencies. Uh, they will be penalizing uh, doctors or uh, staff over $100,000 and they will be fined uh, and they will be sentenced up to 10 years in prison if they perform any type of abortion. So what they did was is they said that, you know, bans abortion so they're not charging the woman per se but they would charge anybody that would be capable of giving her an abortion and um if this is not blocked by the court then this will actually take effect this summer wow but it's nuts because because of all of these ridiculous stupid ass rules um people are uh, a lady in texas is already on trial um have been arrested for assisting with a home abortion so if you've ever watched um oh i think it's called these walls have ears or eyes or something like that it, it was a show uh, a thing that came out years and years and years ago on hbo and it was about how women through uh centuries uh would start like they were having home abortions because of different reasons so it started like in the 1900s all the way up into the 70s or whatever, uh, cannot think of the name of it right now, but it was a, a special on HBO, and it kind of talks about this, about how basically taking their, uh, basically taking women's rights is not going to stop abortion at all. All it's going to do is just put them in harm's way, which unfortunately we're already seeing because it's already happening. Wow, and uh, also the movie, uh, 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 what was that, Precious, right? Oh yeah. Precious? No, 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 no. No, not no. precious. For color girls. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. She played the hell out that role. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't, you know, this is weird to me because you 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 hear so much about population control, or you even right. hear about COVID nineteen being a population control disease and and um but then you have, you know people not wanting people to have abortions, which, you know, would be another population control type uh, 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 thing. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm confused as to what the government really has going on with this. It's, uh, it's, it's something's not adding up. 
You know, again, like I said before, when we uh, talked about, uh, I think at the time, uh, Texas or whatever, it is this whole, um, to me, it's the thing of control. You know what I mean? Like if you have all of these righteous groups that says that abortion is wrong or whatever like that, again, like I would keep saying, why are foster, why is foster care in overflow? Why are kids in cages? Why are like, you know, all of these things, if you're really concerned about children if you're really concerned about things like that then the things around the world wouldn't be happening so that's what lets me know that you're not concerned about the woman you're not concerned about the child you don't you're not pro-life you're pro-control you want to want to monitor women's bodies because in your mind you don't feel like that we should have access to certain things why do you think it's always a fight for women and birth control we shouldn't be talking about birth control and abortions in 2022 I'm a woman and I can do what the fuck I want to with my body at any time. No white yeah. governor, mayor, or anything like that should have any say in it. So again, this has nothing to do with population control, has nothing to do with pro-life, it's pro-control. Yeah, we need to we need to do a show on that pro-control, pro-life. Yeah. We need to get some experts to uh kind of break down what's going on. Right. Uh somebody who uh you know who made it past uh, life and <laughs> past the baby and past the abortion stage and probably has a baby on the way is uh, Solange's <laughs> son here who, uh, you know, once here's another story where it's like, wow, my age is coming through, you know, Ooh, Solange is probably it. our age and she has this 17 year old son, handsome guy, looks mm-hmm. like, you know, the, the normal uh, teenage person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the rumor is that he has a child on the way. Uh, has this been confirmed or denied? Okay, so this is another thing. You know, I was just talking to uh, my bestie about this. Like, I feel like that there are certain people, certain certain kids that have to be protected. You know what I mean? I feel like that anybody in this, you know. Beyonce slash Jay-Z type world should be protected at all costs, especially their kids, because Mm -hmm. anybody is going to look at them as a lick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they're not going to find someone genuine eventually, but most people are going to look at them like licks because Mm -hmm. why? Look who they're surrounded around. So this is exactly what happened in this case. So Salon's 17 year old son, Julius was, uh, messaging with a OnlyFans personality is what she's called, a OnlyFans personality. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Twist the word. Well, I guess, I guess we need to get a... I know we're trying to figure out this TikTok thing. I guess we need to start us an OnlyFans page, too. It will be OnlyFans personality. Right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah. She's the only fan personality. One, she's 18. I know he's 17, but she's 18. And she, they are exchanging messages very, very early on. And she says to him, I can't wait for us to have a kid. Okay. He says, I want one real bad. She said, well, let's have one. He says, give me 10 months. Okay. Then she says, well, I'm telling you now. When we have sex, is going to be unprotected, and I'm not taking the pill, and I'm not taking a plan B. Okay. That is how their messages are going. So after the messages, sometime, he ends up meeting up with this girl or whatever. And 
I guess the vibe when they got together was not great at all because he doesn't and they don't end up doing anything or whatever like that. They actually get into it. And she goes to the Internet and posts all of these messages with him. But he came out and was like, you know, I usually don't even speak on this or anything like that. But he showed the other side of the messages of him, like telling her, like, bitch, be gone. So, again, 15 minutes of fame. Uh, again, trying to basically uh, kind of set up a 17-year-old because he's only 17, you know what I mean? And uh, again, like him not being protected because I'm not trying to say they have to monitor. He's 17. He grown. I get it. But like women like her are going to come after him dozens at a time. They, they got to do better with who he kind of puts himself around. Yeah, well, you know, uh, where's Solange? Oh, now, I, <laughs> don't do her. I mean, again, like I said, he's 17. You know what I mean? Like, I understand it. You know, it gets, you know, very hard to monitor your kids as they get older. I'm not a parent. I'm I'm just saying. I, I, I just, you know, I think I'm not trying to say Solange was not around, but like, these type of heifers is the ones that unfortunately get the come up off somebody like him. You know, the people with the money, you know, you could, you know, she could afford to have 24 hour surveillance. True. Uh, and, you know, it's very hard, you know, as a parent to keep them under control when they're not in front of you. You know, right. some people, some parents have problems having their kids under control when they right there in the next <laughs> room in the same house, you know, true. you know, so, but, you know, uh, like you said, you, you have to protect the kid that is a celebrity kid who's yeah. always been a celebrity kid. And uh, from things like this, having a baby at 17, you know, you nobody's ready for a baby at 17. Mm -hmm. You're not even ready, probably ready for a baby at 30. So uh, even though I had mine well, well before 30, I know now that that was not the right way to go. So Solange, get your son under control. If you need to beat his ass, beat his ass. And uh, I don't know where his daddy is or had Jay-Z. But with shit, we know some we know Solange like to whoop ass, so shit. Go oh ahead, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure she threw hands. I'm not trying to say he didn't catch a fame once right. he got home. I'm right. just saying I'm pretty sure that's not gonna be something we know about until they put it in the right. song. Yeah. And somebody that really needs their ass whooped is this boy right here. <laughs> um, you know, and when I hear when I see his name, Carry on, I remember Kirk Franklin saying his name as he was growing up, you know, talking really? about his kids and stuff. Yeah. And this guy is just just is just rebellious mm -hmm. and is definitely embarrassing his family and his father. And uh you would assume that, you know, but even though Kirk Franklin claims to be a Christian, sings Christian music, we don't know how his household is, <laughs> but you know, you would think that he's been raised with some type of discipline yeah. and he's just really spiral, spiraling and defaming his father's name and yeah. he's just doing doing silly things. And it's yeah. like, you, and that's, give me the money. That's <laughs> always what they give me the money. You have all this money, all these resources, you have the fame, you're on TV, but you want to do silly things. So why was this guy arrested without bail in Beverly Hills? 
Oh, wow. So he was arrested without bail because he was driving the car belonging to a woman that has been reported missing and is presumed dead. Mm. And they also found a gun in the car. He's claiming that the gun is not his. Uh, there's not really an explanation as to why he has the car, but one of his friends in Atlanta uh, is saying that, you know, this was his mistaken identity that, you know, they're just putting charges on him because he's famous. Mm, is he famous or is his dad famous? That's one, yeah. you know, no shade. Yeah. Uh, and two, it's still, even if it was mistaken identity, why was he driving a dead woman's car? Yeah, I, mean, that's, I, don't, uh... I don't understand, you know, if you didn't pick it up at the rental place, you know, if you picked up the keys somewhere else, how do you have this woman's car that is no longer on this earth? So that's why, <clears throat> excuse me, he's been held without bond. But I agree with you. Like, even with him recording Kirk Franklin, cussing him out and putting it out and him doing this bad boy show and, you know, all of this or whatever like that. Like, these are the rich kids that get on my damn nerves. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, y'all yeah. have all of this money. Y'all parents have worked themselves from the gutter, you know what I mean, to give y'all everything that y'all could ever want. And then y'all want to get grown and show y'all ass. Give yeah. me the money. I'm with you. Give me the money. Because yeah. if y'all don't know what to do with it, I show them do. Yeah. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, you are a black man. You're in a dead woman's car found with a gun. You are now a suspect. Yes. And we do know from the show that uh, you have no sexual interest in this woman. So you might be right, you know, mm -hmm. but it's like, what are you doing? You have to have to be smart. And I'm pretty sure Zeus cut you some type of check right. before the show aired where you could have went and got you a, a car, a nice car, you know. <laughs> um, like, what are you, you doing? You have to go take somebody else's car, be driving it around. So this guy just seems to be just completely out of line and rebellious and refuses to live life uh, the right way. Mm. And so uh, this he might he might be in a bit of trouble here if they don't find the the killer of that lady. That's true. He may have to go down for it. Now, in your opinion, did he call Kirk <laughs> when he got arrested and they took him on down to the jailhouse? Who was his first call? Well, I don't know. Maybe he called Carlos King. Uh, <laughs> we gotta get to Carlos King next, but uh, or maybe he called Jocelyn since he over on oh, Zeus. You know, God, she's God. the queen of Zeus. Um, but I would think that that's pro that probably would be his first call. Um, Do you think Kirk answered? I'm pretty sure Kirk answered. Okay, I'm pretty sure Kirk answered. Okay. Um, you know, it was probably hard to answer. I bet. I'm pretty sure Kirk answered, but the fact that he's been held without bail, I mean, hey, you can't do nothing but pray. You That's know, true. we know and we know that money. We know that money's not the issue. It's you not. Know? Yeah. Um, and Kirk Franklin on tour, he said, Well, all right, Carrie on you you know <laughs> Kirk Franklin on tour too. <clears throat> if he's not on tour, he's going on tour with Maverick City and Jonathan McReynolds. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, uh, so uh, hopefully everything works out for you, Carrie. Hey man, but, like uh, you said, as Christians, all we we gonna we gonna put you on the prayer list. Yeah, uh, prayer list. and Carlos King has landed a late night series on all 
mm-hmm. on his Oprah Winfrey network. And uh, he did the love, what is it, love and marriage? Love so and marriage was, Huntsville. But right. um, I personally think he landed this show because he landed Monique Samuels. So, you know, Monique Samuels was uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Monique left after the fight mm-hmm. when she whooped Candace she, ass. She was fired. <laughs> no, she left. They asked her back. Oh, no, no, no. They asked her back. It is confirmed. Andy confirmed it. She said no. Um, okay. She, they, the reason, so she put out, I watch her live sometimes. So they wanted to paint Chris, which, you know, of course, is her husband, as this like angry uh, black man. Because remember how at the reunion they tried to make it like he tried to attack Giselle and Robin or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when they did that spin, they basically said no, like we're not coming back uh, because mm-hmm. y'all are trying to make him into something that he's not. And, you know, he's a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so that's the reason that they uh, gave Bravo their check back. But Carlos King was actually able to convince her to come over and do her own show. So Love and uh, whatever it's going to be called, Hunts, whatever, she's going to be the star on this new one that's about to start that he's behind. So she's going to be a participant or a host? No, no, no. She's going to no. So she, so Love and uh, whatever Huntsville, which he has, they're doing a whole nother city, which is her. So she's going to be the star of that new show. With other women, of course, but he was the one that was able to secure her to come and do the show. So this show is on OWN. This is on OWN. And so basically after uh, Marriage and Love, uh, whatever the one's called that Monique name is on, he's going to do a late night show that's going to have all of the people that are on OWN, like come on and talk about uh, their shows. I don't really watch... um, Love and Marriage Huntsville or anything like that. I did hear that it's good. I, I hear that they have a really big following, but I am going to watch the one with Monique in it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Will you will you let us know how it is? <laughs> I like Monique. You know what yeah. I mean? So I don't I don't yeah. think it's a problem a at all. Yeah, not a fan of Monique. But yeah, like uh, I, I, I do like Carlos King. Uh he does great work. I know he hosted a couple of uh reunions on something on uh, uh I think maybe Atlanta was it Atlanta reunions he hosted? Well, yeah, you know he uh, he was really big in Atlanta for a couple of seasons uh, or whatever. Um, I think he left on his own. I don't think that he was fired or anything like that. Like they say that he's one of the bigger ones that got Nene to come back when she came back as a friend or whatever like that. So yeah, yeah, he's clearly uh, very good. Yeah, I like I like him, but uh, he just talk a little funny. Um, And and speaking of Atlanta, T. Bob's daughter. Mm. Uh, has a, a, a makeup line coming out. You know, T-Boz is from the legendary group TLC. She's yes. T, uh, with the baritone voice. And uh, her daughter here, her daughter's name's Chase, if I'm not yes. mistaken. It's a makeup line. Tell us about that, Kim. Yeah, so uh, her daughter is literally just turned 21, um, has her own makeup and beauty line that she just launched on April 8th, as you see, Anila Beauty. Um, and she has a, a beautiful website already set up. I clicked on it. Um, this is again for the fashion girls that do not step out of the house without their face beaten done. Shout out mm-hmm. to y'all, but yeah, going over to the website to support T Buy's uh daughter, a beautiful, look, beautiful young girl. I didn't realize mm-hmm. that she was already again, like you said, aging us out. How is she 21? How right? I right. mean, it makes right. sense. My god, I remember when T Buy's was pregnant with her. 
Yeah. And uh, I, I think Mac 10 is her yep. father, right? Yeah. Mac 10. And uh, T Bob had sickle cell. Yes. And uh, so that cell. was uh, an issue. They, right. Remember, but, they uh, were very upset with her that she got pregnant because um, she was told right. not to get pregnant. Yeah. Right. So she right. was told very early on not to get pregnant, that it would cause an issue, that she could technically die. But uh, yeah, she, you know, ended up having her anyway. And clearly it was a blessing. Beautiful 21 year old that's, you know, out here creating her own path, not uh, tarnishing yeah. her mama name. Hello. Come on. I mean, make it make sense. Not tarnishing her mama name. 21, making her own money, not pregnant, right. not running around right. with some little fool-ass rapper. Shout out right. to them. Shout out to her right. and that 10. Right. Good. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure uh, uh, T-Boz is doing a chase. She can send some of her products down to Cam Newton. Um, <laughs> You know, I was surprised to read these comments from oh, him yeah. because he tries so hard to dress and impress <laughs> like a woman. Oh, uh, man. So uh, Cam is saying that uh, uh, women need to learn how to be quiet and learn how to let a man lead, which this will lead to our pr protect the provide yeah. show that we're going to be doing so. Yeah. But uh, Cam... You know, you need to work on your appearance before you want to go out and say some stuff like this. I mean, you've basically been in skirts and dresses and ponchos and shit. And now you want to tell, you need, you, you want to be a bad bitch, but you want to tell her to be quiet. And you, and you, and you want to lead. How she go, why would she lead and you going around with a poncho and all this shit? Go, why would she let you lead? Look. You all in her closet, her makeup kit. Makeup kit, come on, and, and, and can't play football no more. Oh, wow, okay, that sucks. Um, okay, so I just want to put into perspective what he actually said. Okay, now I'm not taking sides on this until we actually have a show and have a legitimate conversation about it because I think what this is going to spark is a great conversation, uh, between uh, men and women. So, what Cam Newton said, besides him dressing you know, not to y'all standards, because I think in his mind, like he's high fashion. I don't think he sees it as, you know, him dressing feminine. I think he just sees it as like, like he reminds me of somebody like a Lenny Kravitz. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, okay. You know, Lenny I Kravitz is going to throw on a mesh shirt. He's going to throw yeah. on some leather pants, you know, yeah. his boots are going to be more spiked than mine. You know, yeah, but heels. And, I did see him in heels on the. Uh, oh yeah, he and yeah. can walk in them too. So yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that. But what Cam Newton actually said was, is they were having a conversation about uh, a woman's role, and he basically said that he was raised in a three-parent household: his mom, his dad, and his grandmother. And he said that with being raised in a three-person household with his mom and with his grandmother, in his eyes, because don't forget this is how he was raised that he knew what a woman was and what a woman's role was. And he basically was saying uh, that, you know, in this day and age, nobody wants to be a woman. Everybody wants to be a bad bitch. And he said that you want to be a bad bitch, but you can't even cook. <laughs> Yikes. But, um, and he was basically saying like, you want to be a bad bitch or whatever, but like, you um, don't know, you know, when to be quiet or when to let a man lead or anything like that. And 
what he now I'm can understand why people would be upset about what he says. But if we claim to be, you know, Chris Christian and we claim to follow the Bible and things like that, it does say that I am supposed to let my husband leave. My what my husband is the head of the household, that I'm supposed to be submissive to his needs. And that is what Cam Newton was saying. I think right message, wrong messenger. I think that is the problem here in this story. But I do see it both ways. I do see how men are tired of, in their mind, being used by women that are, you know, have a certain standard that they have to, that the man has to be held up to, but then she can't even put gas in her car. You know what I mean? So like, again, right message, wrong messenger. I think that, but again, I do think that this will be something that you all can touch on with the protect and provide show because what he said in content context made sense yeah, yeah. Uh, i agree i yeah. I, I agree I, yeah. I agree with it it's like i just don't like to look at cam Newton. so there <laughs> that's what i said y'all just don't like him because <laughs> of his apparel yeah 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 uh moving along here to chicago uh, Chicago businessman Willie Wilson has announced that he's going to run for mayor. And the 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 caption here doesn't say it. The picture doesn't say it, but it should say again. Um, <laughs> uh, the third time. Third yeah, time. This, this is Willie Wilson's 15th time running for mayor. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> one, thing, one thing about his campaign is that they're never going to run out of money. That but is they true. Usually, they usually don't finish in the top three, four, or five. Right. Um, hopefully, you know, Willie Wilson does a lot less talking oh. and somehow get the, and somehow win the mayor. I actually would like to see Willie Wilson win uh, after giving away all the gas to the people. I, I really think that Willie Wilson will definitely help the yeah. Chicago economy and be here for the 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 blacks, be here for the uh, underserved, underprivileged, yes. the low income, as well as the people who have money and mm-hmm. live on the Gold Coast and downtown because that's him. He's yeah. a businessman. He's rich. He knows he has way more money than he'll be able to spend in his lifetime. Yeah. And and, and and that also I like uh Prisca too. Prisca's the same way. Too. His family yeah. his family is rich, you know, yeah. and I, I, I think that Wilson and Prisca will work well together. Now, is Willie Wilson gonna win? Absolutely not. But <laughs> my I vote my vote is for Willie Wilson. You know, I totally agree. I think that I, 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 of course, seen it coming with the gas thing. You know what I mean? Like, I knew that that's what they were setting up for. Um, Willie has ran for Senate, for president. This is going to be the third time for mayor. Willie said y'all is letting him in somebody's door. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, and I don't mean this in a negative way. I really don't. I think that what Willie Wilson is missing is the speech coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like after all of these years, somebody on that team should have said, hey, we have to do this, 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 and this for you to connect with white Chicagoans. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. we love Willie because we can halfway understand him because he just sounds like the drunk uncle at the barbecue. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we catch every third or fifth word so we can kind of piece it together of what yeah. he's trying to say. But let me yeah. tell you something. Uh, Kate up north on the Gold Coast can't understand a damn word Willie is saying. So I don't care how much money he give away, how much gas he give away. Unfortunately, I totally agree with you. I don't see it. But I also agree. I think him and Prisoner would work well together. Both of them, mm -hmm. like you said, um, come from, uh, very, I mean, wealth, wealth. They're not rich. They wealthy. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So a total difference. So I mm -hmm. do think that they would be able to come in and change, uh, change the tide. But I just unfortunately think that he does not have the right system, people around him in order for him to get it done. Like, even watching this press conference, I still couldn't understand what Willie was saying. I just, <laughs> damn. I mean, that Louisiana just, uh, the, oh man, it's it's rough. That Louisiana just, just you know, it won't go away. It won't go away. It will not. Yeah, all right. Well, shout out to Willie. I'm rooting for you, Willie. I am. You got my vote. You got yes. my vote, Willie, even though it's going to be wasted. But one thing I do want Willie to do is to donate to Chicken, to the Chicken Fund here <laughs> in Chicago. Um, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the famous Uncle Remus that we talked about in the mm. beginning of the show, but there's a famous, the most famous locations on Madison and Central in the okay. pick of the west side Austin neighborhood and if you zoom in on the picture you see that you're going to pay $13 for six wings so it's it's, it's two dollars <laughs> per wing plus tax is that so, too much hell yeah oh you used to be able to get six wings for six dollars what six wings uh -uh. For $8. oh yeah you know you used to be a dollar per wing or a dollar and some change per wing. You are basically doubling <laughs> the, the uh, you're paying $2 for a wing. I, I, you know what? I used to frequent, you know, the Hurls and the Uncle Ravens. I don't anymore because of the price. I have to be really in the mood mm -hmm. for, um, for the sauce. Yeah. Um, so yeah, $13. Willie, put some money in the Hurls and into <laughs> Uncle Ravens. So that they can bring it back down to a reasonable price because I'm surprised they still in business with these. Oh, you prices. know they're gonna always stay in business. Y'all gonna get this expensive chicken. I didn't think fifteen dollars was bad. I didn't realize that it jumped from eight to you know fifteen. But uh, I mean, inflation, everything is high. Uh, I was very shocked by this because people were acting like on social media that this new spot was like new to the West Side. But that's what no. I thought. Uncle Remus is from the West Side, right? Yeah, it's, it, it, it closed down and they remodeled it and it reopened. Oh, got it. Okay, now that makes yeah. sense. Okay, but so this is the same the, place, just uh, remodeled. Right, and the prices, okay. the prices were the same before. So I thought they may, you know, use the money that they inflated <laughs> and remodeled and the price could go down. But no, oh, this is, uh, these prices are ridiculous. These prices are ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yeah, chicken. they were not. They were not a part of Restaurant Week, so I did not go spend fifteen dollars on the wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And see, I don't like all the breasts and thighs and stuff, but 
if you go pay that much, you might as well get a breast. Yeah, <laughs> but breasts be dry. No, no, gonna stick with the wings. I mean, yeah. but like I said, I can understand the price. I really can. You can't even go to the to the actual grocery store and get real with like regular wings at a decent price anymore. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah. So uh glad you're back open. And hopefully we can get the owner on the show so she can talk to us about these outlandish prices. <laughs> Come on, outlandish. Mm-mm. Yes. Uh, Kim, it's been a pleasure always to uh, be in your presence. And you do a great job reporting the news in the actual and factual <laughs> way, live from Carbondale. Yes. Illinois. My children are in Murfreesboro right now. Oh, my uh, God. I can't believe yeah. it. Let me go on down yeah. the street and say hi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and dealing with a tornado warning. Yes. I just, there. I literally, uh, yeah, I just checked in on that. I just checked in yeah. on that. It, it yeah. seems like it's dying down. It's not going to hit like they thought it was. Good, good, good. We don't need those type of problems. No. Shout out to the legendary Eric Seat. Yes. For being on unapologetic. And one thing, Eric, he, he shows a lot of love. He edited video, posted the video on his page, and uh, definitely getting uh, unapologetic some pubs. So, uh, love it. shout out to Eric C. T. Dub, Patty LaBelle, Chicago's number one podcast, Unapologetic. We're live via StreamYard today. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms and on all podcast platforms this this podcast will be up very soon and check out some of the others i think we're going to be live back in studio on friday with miss america and we're working on some great things in the future some live shows and events for to celebrate here in summertime shot we only get three months of summer it is coming y'all we gotta uh... take advantage of it Yes, so the High Park High Park Fest tickets are now on sale. A two day pass. I know this is gonna hurt a little bit, y'all, but the two day pass is about one fifty. Oh, <laughs> it's about one fifty, and um, there is no uh, there is no additional um, beer fest this year. They're wrapping it all up in one. So yeah, go on over there to their website and get your tickets. Uh, early bird special, from my understanding, are done. All right. Well, yeah. you know, I will listen to the music from outside of the day. <laughs> You're not coming in for real? I will not be in. Not for $50, $150. Oh, no. It's a, for, for one ticket, one ticket is 70 <laughs> That's That's ridiculous. That's Good ridiculous. Night. And I, I'm glad that I don't have that desire to be with the people uh-huh. that much because uh that set seventy dollars, hundred fifty dollars, that's 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 a bit much. That's a bit much. So <laughs> we'll I see will it's gonna be, be at the gate. I'll wave to the people outside the gate with my unapologetic <laughs> shirt on and we'll go from there. I mean and you see the lineup. I mean I like Buster Rhymes and Lupe and all that but um yeah. Okay. All right. See y'all <laughs> good night. Uh, good night.